Hello, it's Alice Arnold here. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. This week, our guest might be familiar to you from the days of your childhood because he was a massive star. This is Jason Donovan from Neighbours. Here I am. Yes. Uh, welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. Sitting opposite me in the studio, the very one and only Jason Donovan. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to me. Yeah, well, very yeah. exciting. Very yeah. exciting. You're a very busy man, Jason. As we've just discussed, you have got people coming to stay tonight, so that's <laughs> business of a different of a different yeah. sort. But you're performing at the moment and you're producing at the moment. Yeah. So we'll we'll cover all of it. Oh, great! In our interview, yeah, it's an exciting time. Um, at the moment, you're doing Joseph and the Amazing Technical. Yes, King at the Palladium, uh, Sheridan Smith, Jack Yarrow, until September, late yeah. uh, mid-September, I think. How does it feel not to be playing Joseph? Um, initially, uh, it was a discussion, um, and I've been very transparent about that. Um, and we had a, a sort of a, a sing and a chat, and we sort of all sort of came to the conclusion that, that we weren't... It was, how can you eclipse what you did in 1991? How do you sell at 51, I look handsome, I look smart, I am a walking work of art? Well, well you might be able to, but I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to, that's a subjective or objective depending on what, what, uh, what, what side of the fence you wish to be. Um, and you know what, we, then they came to me and said, Pharaoh, and I listened to it, and do you know what, I'm so glad... Um, I've I've taken that part a because I really enjoy going to work. Um, you know, I don't have a mountain to climb. Two two hours. Joseph is a relatively short show, but but if you're leading a cast like that, there's other other commitments. Um, and you sort of come out of you know I- interval and just smash it. You know, it's remind a me of the big, what's part. the big Pharaoh song? Uh, song of the King. Do a little bit. Uh, well, I was wandering along about the oh, banks no, of the river. The yeah, 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 yeah. So, yes, um, you know, and and Lawrence and Joe and Morgan, uh, the creative, have really given me just the perfect sort of setting for what I would argue is sort of an emotional connection with the audience, particularly with Joseph, because I think um, there is a lot of people coming along to relive. Um, their childhood in 1991 stroke 92, the success we had not just with the show but the album, uh, the single and, you know, to just do something a little bit different and I, I'm really enjoying it, really enjoying it. And there's this young chap, Jack Yarrow, who's Jack. just out of drama school. Yeah. And um, did you give him words of wisdom? He's had rave reviews. Yeah, he has. Uh, he's brilliant. He's fantastic. He's very well, um, you know, groomed in terms of, you know, his uh, arts ed experience. So he's sort of straight out of uh, um, college in that sense. Um, he's a lovely guy, which is you know, um, always nice to work with people, you know, you respect and like working with. Uh, um, uh, no advice, you know, just be yourself. You know, Joseph is about innocence and dreamer and adversity and and you've just got to have a little bit of innocence, a bit of vulnerability about it. But he doesn't need to be told what to do. He sings like a dream. In fact, my son came and saw the show and 
brought him back um, afterwards and said, what did you think? He said, it was fantastic. I loved it. Uh, he said, that guy Jack Yarrow plays Joseph and the way he sung Close Every Door was just insane. I, I sort of looked at him with my eyes sort of, you know, my legacy is in tatters. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it better than daddy? Yeah. You say? <laughs> but no, no. I, I think, listen, I, I um, that was then, this is now, this is a completely reimagined version of the show. It's a, it's a little more punchy. It's a bit more modern, a bit more updated. I'm very proud of what we did in 1991. You cannot eclipse that. That was a cultural moment, I think, where Lloyd Webber, um, myself, you know, being a, a TV star, so, uh, a pop star, um, Andrew, Tim, you know, were in their sort of the biggest moment, really. So the world's timing collided and the Palladium seems to be the spiritual home for Joseph and that's why I think we're having a big, big success with it now. So we talk, I mean, we all remember you from Neighbours, you and, and Kylie, um, it's amazing, actually, that the two of you have had such phenomenal careers after what was basically an TV show, a TV soap opera. Mind yeah. you, we all loved it. We, yeah. It was a very popular TV. Well, look, soap you, opera. you look at you look at you know you look at um, history. You look at you know uh, Michael Crawford. Some others do have them. You look at Johnny Depp, Twenty One Jump Street. You know Guy Pearce, Russell Crowe were in Neighbours. Um, you know. We've all got to start somewhere, and and I'm very very proud of uh, Neighbours um, and its legacy. In fact, my daughter is now a cast member of that show. I know. Uh, I was going to well. come to that. So you know that that continues the sort of the, the trend. But what what a uh, an incredible apprenticeship that you know television is at that pace. Um, you know, working with creative people and a very young cast as it was back in the late eighties. Television was at its peak. You know, we were still scoring 20-plus million viewers in Australia. There was no YouTube. There was no cable Mm. TV. Well, cable TV was around, but it was sort of, you know, um, what didn't have its traction as it sort of did in the 90s and stroke the early noughties. Um, So it was a golden era, and we struck, I don't believe in luck. I think you create your own luck, but again, I come back to this thing. Timing was impeccable for probably someone like myself and Kylie, because we came, I came from an acting sort of family and I'd auditioned and I'd done shows prior to Neighbours and, you know, I auditioned for Scott Robinson and, you know, this is where I am now. And so you were, you're brought up in Australia, but like most Australians, you have English roots. Yes. Maybe not most, a lot of Australians have English roots. Um, and you did Who Do You Think You Are, didn't you? Yes, and, I did. And discovered your your great-grandparents came from Whitechapel or something. What what other surprises did you find out? Um, I, well, that was an incredible experience for me. Um, I, I think what I sort of took from that was um, an opportunity I probably would never have done prior um, to the experience itself. I'm not really one in... Well, I am one in looking back, but I'm certainly not not really that... Well, I am interested in my past, but I, I wouldn't really go to the lengths that they did to try and, you know, understand my heritage as such. Look, they can go two routes. They can go your, your father, your mm. mother. They went my mother's uh, uh, route. I don't have a lot of contact with my mum, so that was quite an interesting um, way to go. And what I really discovered was this sort of combination between, you know, um, England and Australia and what we term meritocracy, you know, um, where, you know, I sort of had 
um, uh, sort of, you know, one side of my, my family was sort of, you know, the captain of the ship, so not aristocratic as such, but, and the other side was sort of, you know, a convict from East London. And of course, then they land in Australia and, and this, this is the birth of Australia and the birth of this concept of meritocracy and why we are such a great sporting nation. When they came to this island, they, they, they all had to integrate with everyone. So no longer could the captain of a ship pretend that he was above the workers because in 10 years after these guys got out of jail, they all needed each other. There was no system in place mm. at that point and that's where, you know, our um, Australia was really born from. But a fascinating two weeks of my life and, and something I, I still look back on and a piece of film that I love. Yeah, and I know they don't tell you anything and they don't tell you where you're going or what you're doing. And they're very, very secretive about it, aren't they? The team uh, they are. Incredible they researchers. are. Yeah, and I, 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 I was, you know, when they went to my father's place to chat to him, you know, I think there was a look of disappointment when he realised they weren't going to trace his oh. side <laughs> of the family. But that is, you know, that is the way it is. Yeah. Um, and it's a great show. So then you came, you now live in London. Yes. So you've left Australia for good or what uh, brought no, you to I'm, I'm always, listen, I, I, I'm a resident here. My father is uh, English. I have an English passport. Look, it's, it's just been work. I think for me, um, I fell in love with the work, you know, and I love the history of this country. I also love, you know, this concept that when things are done here, it travels to the world, whereas if you're in Australia, unless you're in lucky enough to be in something like a, a Neighbours, where it, it, it expands outwards, um, you know, most of Australia is, is, you know, kept to Australians, where, you know, if you make a record here, if you do a theatre production here, it, it tends to spread mm-hmm. itself to the rest of the world. And um, I have a family, I met my wife, um, you know... I quite enjoy the seasons. Um, as I'm getting a bit older, though, I have to say, I'm a bit more sun. You know, I'm enjoying riding into work during this summer mm-hmm. um, as opposed to sort of wrapping up for the winter. Yes, you've arrived with your bicycle helmet yeah. sitting on the desk now. Do you, yeah. you cycle all around London? Always, yeah. And you don't, I love you it. don't find that scary? No, not in the. I've cycled since I was a kid, um, and I've been lucky enough to, to avoid too many accidents. I've had a few, but. Um, I think you've got to have a good peripheral vision. Um, you know, it's, it's a bit like what you do on stage. You have to be aware of what's around you. Um, it keeps you fit. Keeps me fit. Yeah. yeah, I say that. You know, well, you know, why would you be stuck in the tube when you could be exercising and then you've done your quota for the day? You know, that's how I sort of yeah. see it. Good for you. I came on the tube. <laughs> anyway. Oh, well. um, no. Sorry. <laughs> the next thing you're doing, well, you're doing that this at the moment, I presume, as well as performing in Joseph, is that yeah. you are, you've turned producer, Jason. Yeah, I mean, this was, this was a funny sort of twist. Priscilla, um, you know, I did the... Look, I, Priscilla and I, I go back a long way. Priscilla, Queen say, of the Desert, yes. the musical. Um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the film. And I go back to 1993-94. Um, I was offered a role um, and I turned that role down and uh, Guy Pearce, lovely guy who I have a lot of respect for and, um, and I still keep in contact with. Um, he took that part in his career. Um, gone on to incredible 
um, heights in terms of the film industry, and I would argue that was a good stepping stone for him um, to get into to that. So I do go back, quick fast forward to 2008, 2009, I think it was, Simon Phillips, who was the director of the Melbourne Theatre Company. I just finished doing a play in Australia called Feston at the Melbourne Theatre Company. Um, I guess my profile, Priscilla, the Palace Theatre, um, I played a character called Tick there for a year. Um, it's an Australian story. Um, and it seemed to fit after that. Uh, David Ian, who's a producer, um, asked me to go into two consecutive sort of tours. Uh, and then Mark Goucher rang me a few a year or so, two years back, and said, what do you feel about Priscilla and would you be interested in producing? Um, and I said, yes, because I love the piece. Um, and I've always wanted to go in that direction. Um, but I said, I want to be a real producer. I want to raise some money. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, oh, see, I so I don't want to just be a marketing. I don't want to just be a marketing tool. Well, I thought you'd just be a producer that sits at the back and goes, "No, I'm not having him." No, <laughs> not, no, not that no, sort been, of producer. Look, uh, I, yeah, I, in the I, creative process. Are you involved? You're involved. In I've the been involved process. with with a, a lot of the process from the casting. Um, look. I'm not necessarily involved in the day-to-day managing of the product. Um, that obviously is with the lead producer, which is Mark Goucher and his team. Fantastic bunch of people. Um, but but I'm certainly, you know, one of the backbones of the piece. And I would argue that you see this a lot with artists, that, that when they get to a certain point in their career, their their name can add value to certain things. You know, you see this in film with Brad Pitt and films that Mm -hmm. he co-produces. You see this, you know, I think Michael uh, Ball's done it with Hairspray. Well, most of the the television things you see now on Netflix or whatever have all got the lead parts are all in the production team. Yes, yeah. So, you know, I won't be be in the show... um, You know, that was four years and there was a lot of high heels and a lot of physio, you know, a lot of physio. And that's a, you know, it's a tough track, that show, you know, really is. But it's a show with heart and it's got wonderful, it's a modern musical of diversity and adversity and and I think it's a a very topical uh, musical in a way. And I'm really proud to say I think we're opening September uh, in Dartford So and we've got a tour for a year. Yeah, and do you think this is the start of a new side of career for you? More, more producing, more. I, I would love to do that. Um, I, I, you've got to find the product that you're passionate about, mm. and and there's no point doing it if you're not. Um, you know, am I proactive in going out there and looking for product at the moment? I'm pretty busy being the pharaoh <laughs> for Joseph, but 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 you know, it's always on my radar and. You know, I like people. I like working with creatives. I think I have a body of work and a body of experience that can bring people together and not just actors but but producers and directors because of, you know, the way my career has gone. So um, this is a really, you know, good first step for me and who knows where it might go. And it's, you know, I think we're we're selling extremely well. So I'm, I'm very, very pleased at... You know, is your own money going. in there? Uh, it, there's, there is, there's bits of that, yes, but yeah. I'm not going to disclose all that. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I know. It's just yeah. that, you know, it's um, it's a tense thing, isn't it, investing yourself in your 
Yeah, well, I, you know, I, yeah, I, mm. I do have, um, you know, people contributing and, um, you know, I've been very careful um, to make sure that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm watching every, every step of the way <laughs> is probably the best. But I, look, I, I think that the, the, the product is a good product, as I said, and it's a wonderful show and it's right for this time and it hasn't been touring, toured now for probably about five, six years. It wasn't even in the West End for ten years. Um, and, you know, I feel confident, very mm. confident. Now, we touched, you touched on this earlier, but with the mm. neighbours, your daughter... Yes. ...has gone into neighbours. Yes. But that's a strange turn of events, isn't it? Or very coincidental or serendipitous um, or something? I think, well, look, to, to go back to my daughter, she, uh, Gemma, with a J, she, um, she was, uh, she's done, you know, acting... Um, at school and she's done Saturday morning stuff and she landed a part in a television series called Mr. Stink, which was a David Williams um, book. Uh, Hugh Bonnerfield Sheridan uh, was in um, the TV movie, BBC, and she did a great job in that. She did a Netflix series, which didn't really get the, the momentum here. Um, she wanted to act. I said she wanted to go to Australia at the same time. I said, well, go and you know, meet some people over there and, you know, in a half term last year, which she did. Is there still family then that yes. back there for yeah, her yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a backbone of people. But she's no English or brought yes. up English accent, yes. all of that. Yes. And she plays a long lost... Robinson. Robinson, which is with an weird. English accent, yes. presumably. In yes, 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 <laughs> definitely. It's lucky, isn't it? <laughs> it is lucky. Um, I think uh, she's, you know, she's very happy there and, and the cast um, are very supportive. Um, look, you know, no one's going to deny that, that being a Donovan it, it helps, but, but you know, I, I don't think she's got this job on anything but her ability to act. She, she is very good, um, good little TV stroke film actress and hopefully maybe in time, you know, she'll, she'll branch out into theatre and do those sort of things as well. And you always supported her to go into or did you discourage her from listen going into i am my 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 very clear if, if 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 someone is passionate about something then i encourage them to to take all the opportunities they can to pursue their their dreams my my primary focus was for her to finish her schooling you mm-hmm. know that was the most important thing you know um, and she did that and she got her a levels uh, and then it's up to her you know I educated my kids to make good choices in life they're good people they respect others um, you know they're they're motivated um, and you know I'm really happy for her you know um, I'm not a showbiz dad, but again, if they're passionate about them and they need to get to an audition, yeah, I'll take them to an audition. If they want to go and, you know, go and do the school play, I'm happy for them to do that. If they want to go on a politics trip to Houses of Parliament, I'll make sure they get there. So, um, yeah. So, producing, have you ever wanted to direct? Uh, That's an interesting one. I, I look at directors stressed most of the time, you know, and... I, I am a little bit impatient, probably for for that. You know, um, I think directing 
really requires a lot of focus for a lot of hours of the day, which I guess as an actor, you know, happens as well. Um, but again, I think you've got to have the right sort of project and the right vision. Probably with something like a Priscilla, I could. Again, with the, mm. I, I'd have to feel secure with the product that I had, you know. You know, I'm, I'm uh, yeah. I mean, when actors sort of come up to me and say, why am I going through that door? Sometimes I want to say, because it's a door and you need to get to the other side. And it's true. You know, when Tim Rice writes a lyric, you know, cows and bows, I don't know whether he was really, really deeply thinking about the, the, the connection between the two or whether it was just, um, it just rhymes. So do you know what I mean? I find it difficult sometimes to get into an actor's sort of headspace, you know. I think there's times and places for that. Right, to over the lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a really funny one thing. about that. I'm a little bit, you know, I think the time is right sometimes and the time is not right sometimes. You know, just go through the door, mate, you know. Yeah, because you, yeah, 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 you can overthink things. You can overanalyze and Correct. tear yeah. them to shreds and then you Correct. can't put them back together again. Correct. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is, the yeah. Yeah. can be a problem. Um, so talking about the future, so you're, you're producing your Priscilla tour, but as you say, you're not in it. So after Joseph, do we know what's happening next? I go to Melbourne to do Chicago. Oh, you do? Uh, yes, uh, at the Melbourne uh, Art Centre. Um, it's a show that I watched as a child. My father did a, uh, a version of it for the Sydney Theatre Company, Melbourne Theatre Company, in um, 1980. Uh, with a wonderful cast, um, and he was fantastic. And I used to watch it as a kid. I think I watched it 50, 60 times from the wings and from boxes, and I always wanted to play that part. And I've been offered it a few times in town. It's just never really um, happened. And then Joseph came along. Originally I was going to do Sydney and Brisbane, but I said I cannot turn Joseph down, and but I'd love to do Melbourne. And they said, we'd love you to do Melbourne. So that's where I'm going next. Mm, so it's all mapped out. Yes. If you could sing just one song on stage at the Palladium from a musical, yes. not necessarily one you've been in, yeah. your top pick. Yeah. About, about I love, number. I love, the first thing that comes to um, mind is the, is the song from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, come with me and you'll be in a world of imagination. Imagination, imagination is it? Yes, yeah. I think, so. I think yes. that's the song. That's, I love that melody and I've always loved that film. I love Gene Wilder. I like dangerous actors. I like a bit of madness too. You know, I've always tried to follow that sort of, you know, that line. Yeah, I've always been, you know, I'm a big Jack Nicholson sort of, you know, big eyes and, you know, there's more there's more you can bring to a character than just being linear about it. And I try and I try and be a bit 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 dangerous with my work, sort of post probably Joseph, you know. Oh, I know the other thing I saw that you were doing. You're doing the eighties invasion tour. I am doing that, the eighties yeah, invasion that's a tour. Big nostalgia yes, thing, isn't well it? nostalgia that is, is alive is and well. It's big. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. Huge. I mean, you know, 
I think popular culture has a cycle. We're seeing this with Joseph, you know. People like to reminisce, you know, and I think the formats, because we're in a digital world, we can look back very easy so we can touch the past, you know, with our fingertips. Before it was, you know, pulling out vinyl and getting asthma before you dust the record down and put it on the thing. So, you know, the world is a little bit more um, easier to to go back. Um, The 80s... There was something about the 80s, you know. It was an incredible, and I see this, you know, when I perform at these festivals, 80s Invasion, um, people are, are not just coming to watch the show, they're dressing up. Oh, yes. Like, oh, absolutely you know, the past. You, the 90s wasn't as sexy like that. I don't know. It was a bit angry. It was a bit of a rebellion against pop, I think, in a see, way. See, I went racing last night at Epsom Racecourse where right. they have concerts after the events. And last night was indeed 90s night. And we all went, what do we do for 90s? We don't know. Don't know. Last year it was 80s. Everybody knew what they were wearing yeah. in the 80s. Yes, night. yes. But, they, and, and, but also I think it must have something to do with people of my age and my mm. 50s actually Likewise. still still able to go out. You know, yeah. So we want to go out and see what 80s stuff. Whereas yeah. maybe a long time ago people... Of our age stayed in. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't but know. We're, but all, yeah. we're all geared up for it now. I yeah. saw Brian Ferry at, um, at yeah. High Park before yeah, yeah, sure. Barbara Streisand. Um, and, but everybody knew every word of every song yeah. that he sang there. Yeah. And it was people of an age, you know, who wanted well, to relive that past. Yeah, that I, I agree. I agree. Look, MTV came along in the 80s, you know. Uh, music television changed the landscape because not just where well, we weren't just listening to the records. And let's be honest, we had radios, you know. Again, now we've got YouTube. And even in the 90s, MTV, VH1, Music Channel, you know, it all st- they started to sort of open up. Um, um, so, you know, there was a, a, a connection with the artist as a piece of art and the music. And that, you know, started to become a palette for people. New Romantics, Prince, Madonna, Michael Jackson, almost they became like cartoon characters, you know. Um you know, and then, of course, you came along to my phase, which was double denim and uh, mullets. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had my place in, um, you know, again, I keep telling the kids, double denim. Um, it's back? Know, it certainly is back. Yeah, yeah. they're all doing yeah. double denim now. They are doing double yeah. denim. My son came to, uh, was at school and he got pulled up because he was wearing double denim. One of the teachers pulled him to one side and said, do you realise that your father was one of the pioneers of this look? I, I haven't seen him in double denim since. <laughs> so. Musically, would you go into doing another album or... Yeah, look, I'm going to be honest here. I, you know, the, 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 you know, people have. Look, I'm not uh, that proactive in that department. I've got friends of mine who are songwriters who work at it all the time. I, I sort of, with Joseph, I started to to sort of go in musical theatre direction, um, and you know, music became a little bit of a sort of a, a side show to that. Um, you know, I used to write songs, but it just never got the momentum. The thought of going out there and doing a covers album of my favourite songs from musicals just doesn't no, appeal okay. to me. You know, do I need to sit in a room and, and write about my thoughts and my feelings at the age of 51 and play the guitar till my, you know, fingers bled? In my heart, I wish I could write some... That's what I've always wanted to do, write a great pop song. Have you? you? Know? But I'm just 
got other stuff going on that I'd not focused enough. And that's a shame, but that's a reality, you know. Maybe one day, I don't know, you know, but at the moment. Maybe it's in there. It's in there. It might come out very quickly. Yeah, no, it's in there. And there's some songs that I've written in the past I'm still really proud of, but but no one seems to be that excited about it. So so I'm not that excited about it. And you know what? I have three kids and a cash flow, um, you know, existence in terms of trying to make sure that they get through their schooling. And, well, two of them are done now. So, you know, I, I tend to opt for the things that are sort of... Yeah, a bit easier. Yeah, a bit (laughs) easier. Well, for me, they're easier. For a lot of people, they're probably quite difficult, you know. So, but but for me, you know, that's a better option. Producing, you know. Yeah. So, Joseph runs until? Uh, September, uh, maybe I think September 8th. I don't want to be quoting this, but I know it's early September. Okay, okay. So, if people want to, they need to get there soon. Soon, yeah. Get your tickets. So, it's probably sold out mostly, isn't it? It's pretty good. I mean, I have to say, yes. Um, And Priscilla Priscilla starts? Priscilla starts in Dartford in September. So, it's, Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, So, you'll be finishing one thing and... Getting yourself another. to Dartford yeah. to just check it's Yeah, and that's the nice start, thing right? about it. Yeah. You know, I can sort of dip in and dip out and do the things that, that people do, maybe turn up on a Monday in Real or Blackpool or, you know, or Manchester and, you know, try mm-hmm. and make sure everyone's okay. It's just a nice, nice thing to do. I, I feel excited about that. And then you're going to hop on your bike now. I am. And go back home. And go back home as it's uh, raining outside. It's raining. Oh. Yeah, you'll get wet on your bike. Horrific. But, um, That's where I don't like riding, you see. But, but you'll uh, be fitter than I will going probably. back on the Piccadilly line. Probably. So, you know, you win. You're honest. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Donovan, thank you so much for coming in and chatting to us. It's been brilliant. Great. Thank you. was Jason Donovan talking to us and if you enjoyed that podcast well you can rate it you give it marks out of 10 or something I don't give it a few don't go over the top because people will be suspicious and and if you go to the website you can also download all the past ones in the series so enjoy doing that